What's up, buds? What? BJ Boone and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Sure did. I watched. I watched. I watched Summer Raw, SmackDown, mm-hmm. Rampage, and all of Dynamite. Nice. Yeah, I watched Dynamite, Summer Raw, and clips from SmackDown and Rampage last night. I had I had SmackDown on, but I was doing various things, including video games and surfing the interwebs. Right. And yeah, I went to see a comedy show. That's true. It was funny, and I laughed, and that's the goal of a comedy show, so success. Success, yeah, successful weekend. And I had food and drinks and stuff, and it wasn't bad priced. I'm also not bad priced. I think my bill was 40 bucks. I had three beers and a huge appetizer sampler. It was 40 bucks, and then... What kind of beer? A decent dark beer. Like, their best tap beer. I was actually meant more like, yeah, bottle or tap or tap. domestic or yeah. import or... Uh, it was Waterloo, I do believe. Okay. So, so good. Dark. So yeah. a good tap. A good yeah. beer. It was their best tap beer they had. Um, I think it was 40 bucks for three good beers. And yeah, and then $20 for a ticket. That's pretty solid. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. So. Well, BJ, what was the best wrestling match this week as we get into the six questions of the week? I'm going with Daniel Bryanson and Roosh. It has to be Bryan and Roosh. Um, I'll give honorable mention just for the finish to the tag title match last night. I thought that finish was so fucking fun. Braun and Ricochet versus Oh, Cruises. yeah. Uh, Ricochet missing his fucking seven, eight hundred, seventy-five flash, splash, and then Uso <laughs> right. hitting it after the wine tag and stuff. I thought that was really good. And, agree and I also fun. like, I do like Braun and Ricochet together. Like, the moves, you know, with Ricochet going up on his shoulders and doing fucking flips off of Braun's shoulders and shit. That's really fucking fun. <laughs> like, I got uh... I liked when Ricochet and Aleister Black were a team together. Yeah. They were fun. Yeah. Um, we got for best promo package or segment this week. I'm going with Paul Heyman. Okay. Just Paul because Heyman. both Cody the and one, then yeah. with the Usos on SmackDown yeah. or with Jimmy on SmackDown. Yeah. I'm going to go MJF just because 300 people called the cops on Yeah, no, that one's fair, too. Like, I, couldn't, I couldn't say no to that. I mean, you know, in the day of everybody knows kayfabe and dude just... Somebody called the cops. Like they, just the fact that one person did it alone is enough to make it crazy. They said they had almost 300 phone calls and, like, they actually had to go and the police department in New Jersey, where he's from, had to put a statement on Twitter that said, like... You know, we we did investigate it. <laughs> That's funny. It's from a fictional TV show. Like, it's cool, guys. <laughs> like, you guys have heard of this and, TV thing, right? But, yeah, but to... That's too funny. To be able to do that in this day and age is just spectacular. That's insane. Right. Uh, <laughs> what, what should the puns avoid watching this week? Right? Like, I expected that. Like, when, what, Luger got thrown into the... Or Ray got thrown into the thing... Wasn't that him when he got thrown off the building? No, when he got thrown spearheaded into the side of the wall by the NWO back in the oh day, into the truck and yeah. they called all the cops and stuff yeah because of the big yeah it's the last time I remember that shit happening right but, yeah cops don't get called for real right except they do in twenty twenty three I know so what should the buds avoid this week in wrestling uh I mean nothing was horrible. That's not true. You apparently didn't watch Raw. Outside okay. of Cody and well, Brock yeah. Lesnar, it was bad. 
Oh, I yeah, actually, I did turn it off. Brawl was like half, bad. I turned dude. it off halfway through because I didn't. Brawl was like <laughs> yeah, garbage. I saw the Cody promo. Like that's the Cody promo and the Brock stuff was okay. Yeah, I like his country accent that he's got now. What are you most Please. excited for next week? Elimination um, Chamber. Yeah, Chamber. The, the title match with Sammy and Roman because like honestly right. I do think there is a small chance Sammy wins that something, I mean like or something happened but something's happening especially with like Jay and after last night was so cool with the bump yep. and then Heyman's little uh, after credits to Jimmy like you don't have to show up next week right Sometimes you see things on TV. Well, that's because they can't. Well, yeah, he can't go. Right. But then there's also, like, the... It points out that Roman's at home watching. And seen all this. And saw what Sammy right. and Jay did. <coughs> I will say, though, the one thing about this, the only thing, and it got me in this... In this at the very, very end in particular, mm. is... Everybody acting like there's not a camera three inches from their fucking face. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that shit. Right. Like, the I one mean, yeah. the one in the arena was all right, <coughs> because, like, it wasn't that incriminating. Mm -hmm. And the whole point was you see Paul Heyman sneaking in the back, like, listening in when he's not supposed to be there. Right. And, you, like, we know he's there as a view. Like, that one's a little bit different. But yeah. when it's just the two of them and there's nothing else going on. Yeah. But I do like the background stuff they've been sneaking in. On mm -hmm. Raw, I don't remember what interview it was, but there was a, a background meeting where it looked like MVP was trying to put the her business back together. Mm -hmm. And he was like meeting with them in the back. Yeah. And it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Weekly MVP? I gotta go Paul Heyman this week, as yeah. I said. Yeah. Um, and then I gotta give Daniel Bryan the second close just because. That's kind of who I'm debating. Because, like, it, Shamer, Shamer, Shamer. Shamer. Seamus says it, but yeah. Yeah, banger after banger after banger has yeah. never been Seamus. It's been Daniel right. Bryan. Yeah. I looked it up, and Seamus has had three ever, so there's no banger after banger after. He's never even had one after another. Yeah. He's had three bangers. No, he had two after. I mean, in my opinion, he had two after another because... No, there was a match in between. Oh, was there yep. between the two There Gunther sure matches? was. Yep. He wrestled at least one match in between the okay. two Gunther matches. He has never had banger after banger, let alone banger after banger after banger after banger. Fair enough. Um, so that t puts an end to the Banger Brothers. But no, I think I'm going to go with Brian again. Just yeah, he's fucking... This, this, this... I mean, this one again, though, like, look at his opponents. Right. Takeshita. The kid's a, a young prodigy at this mm -hmm. point and like just keeps showing like his skill set. Right. You've got Timothy Thatcher who's like an opponent made to make Daniel Bryan right. look good. And then you've got someone on the fucking level of Roosh who's another right. like up and coming young prodigy. Even though his style's a little fancier mm -hmm. than my liking, he's a bit more grounded than most of the Lucha wrestlers. And yeah. uh, I'm a big fan of Roosh's. He's really I come too, on for me. I think I think this was definitely his best match in AEW, and it showed. Oh, this is one of his best kind of matches of, ever. I right. was watching his old uh, championship run in Ring of Honor, yeah. and this is one of the best I've ever seen him. I right. think the only match I liked better was him and Bandito. Right. That match was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I do. Um, BJ, what do you got not wrestling related this week? Or you want me to go first? Doesn't matter. I got it. Uh, okay. I'm excited. Oh, that's right. Week. That's yeah, right. I yeah. Told you, I'm excited this week. Uh, they announced the Football Hall of Fame inductees uh, this year, and I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, and Zach Thomas 
got in the Hall of Fame. Uh, ten years since he retired, you're eligible after five. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a finalist the last four years and didn't make it. And yeah, so I'm just so happy. Like I haven't been to, you know, we live minutes from the Hall of Fame, and like I haven't been to an induction ceremony since Dan Marino got inducted in 2005, 2006, somewhere in there. Um, 2005 and yeah so like I'm gonna go I already put my name on the list to get tickets and shit nice and I'm super excited how many times have you been now to the Hall of Fame stuff like during the actual like ceremonies even the game or anything like how many many different things have you done I've gone to two games and this will be my and then first induction okay or enshrinement. This will be my second They don't call it an induction. They call induction it induction ceremony. Enshrinement ceremony. Okay. Yeah. That's fancy. <laughs> um, yeah, because they get their bust and they get their jacket. That's too fancy for yeah. Ohio Daryl over um, here. But no, I went. Yeah, because I went to the 2002 football game, which was the Texans' first game ever. Right. And then. I, I thought you were going to say the Texans versus whoever, and I was actually going to say, is that their first game? Because I thought it was. Yeah, it was their first game ever. And then... Um, I remember you telling me that previously. Mm-hmm. And then I went to a Dolphins, the last time the Dolphins were at the Hall of Fame, whenever okay. that was. Um, and then, yeah, I went when Dan Marino was inducted, inducted. Which is kind of a funny story, how I got the tickets. Uh, when I had my first kid, I was young and got freaked out so I cheated on her like six months after my kid was born something like that eight months I don't know um and whatever whatever (laughs) but so the and then I got her I got my kid's mom pregnant again (laughs) during that whole thing okay and so broke it off with the affair chick and then like five months four or five months later after that she actually bought me the enshrinement tickets uh, for my birthday. Oh. <laughs> so. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. You cool? You like, stop for a second. Because my dad's texting me. Oh. This isn't for me. Fair enough. <laughs> like, it's for his friend. Gotcha. I was just, like, you stopped, but I'm me. like, are you cool, dude? It's about me. <laughs> it's not to me. So. You're dead, dude. Uh, it's eight o'clock in the morning. You can't be drunk yet. Anything so. else? But, I mean, <laughs> can be. I mean, can be, but I doubt it. Anything else about your football game? No, I'm just. I'm, I'm just, just really dude, excited. I'm proud for him. He's an Akron native. I'm just proud of myself for like, knowing that the two teams in the Super Bowl this year are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. That is pretty good. And I know that the game's Sunday. Yes. The only reason I know that is because my kids are supposed to be here this weekend, but Aiden got the opportunity to pick up extra hours because they're extra busy for Super Bowl oh, weekend. Yeah. Makes sense. And that's how I know it's Super Bowl weekend. Nice. Uh, I also know the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win because Patrick Mahomes plays for them, and he's the only football player I can name on either team, so therefore they have to be the winners. Nice. Logic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Jalen Hurts is on. He's the quarterback for Philly. I saw Drake bet on one of the teams, but I didn't see which team it was because I don't give a shit. But and Travis Kels is on Kansas City too, and he's like the best tight end in the league. So I got a fucked up book to talk so about for my number yeah. six this week, dude. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Book's called Hospital. 
by, okay. I believe it's pronounced Han Song. I'm not Chinese, so I don't okay. know. And it's translated into English by Michael Berry. Okay. And so he's Chinese. I don't speak Chinese, so thankfully someone translated it into English for me. Also, yeah. of note, my first Chinese author I've ever read in my lifetime, so okay. that's kind of neat. So the main character's name is Yang Wei. And he travels to a place called Sea City for work. And it's like pretty like upper class business trip, how you would expect, with amenities and the hotel and entertainment and food and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he takes a bottle of mineral water from the mini bar at the hotel and it makes him sick as fuck. And he ends up in the Sea City hospital, like he passes out and wakes up like three days later. And it's this whole like dystopian world where everything revolves around the fucking hospital and the dude might be hallucinating or shit's just fucked. I don't fucking know. Yeah. It's I'm only like 25% through the book. Oh, okay. But it's just really like, I'm like trying, like terrorists attacked the hospital at one point uh -huh. and like this nurse who's assigned to him like gets a hole blown out of her chest but she just keeps like only worrying about him and not the hole blown out of her chest because he needs to be taken care of as the patient because he's sick and like they keep like ordering all these tests like they order a blood test for him at one point and he had two nurses this is before the one gets blown up he had two but he upset the first one because they needed blood work to test his blood and she wanted to give her blood for him so they didn't have to poke him with the needle, but he didn't want to put her through that and she got upset and left. So then the nurse just took her own blood for him, her own blood for him and submitted it for the testing. And I'm like, how the fuck does any of this shit work? I don't fucking, but they just keep going with it. And he's been like on an IV drip for maybe yeah. three months. I don't fucking know. I'm pretty sure flowers that his boss brought him died while he was unconscious on some kind of IV drip. And like rotted, like they sat there. He's been there. I don't fucking know. It's weird, dude. It's fucking nuts. And like, I don't know what's going on. So, like, part of me is like, why am I still reading this? I don't even know what the fuck's happening. But at the same time, I like keep going because I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's happening. That's good. It's neat. Nice. I have to give us an update. Don't know if I recommend it. It doesn't actually come out until March 1st. Okay. And it's already got, it's only got a 2.45 rating. So I imagine people don't like it very much, probably because it's so fucked up people aren't finishing it, I imagine. Yeah. But I'm actually enjoying it personally because nice. I want to know what the fuck's going on. I just have a feeling I'm going to get to the end and I'm still going to be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And I don't like that feeling. So no. We'll see. Cool. News and rumors? News and or rumors. Yeah, for us. Um... Uh, Dijakovic, or Djak, whatever his name is now, mm -hmm. uh, I know. at the NXT show, he dislocated his finger, like, pretty early in the match. It was at least pretty that's badass. A, at least that's pretty, uh, it's pretty badass looking, though. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. At least that's a pretty easy uh, injury to recover from in the right. wrestling world, so. Yeah. Oh, I got two, like, bad news, I guess. So, first, uh, superstar Billy Graham it had some issues, I guess, and nearly died and was in the hospital. I didn't even know he was. Um, so, yeah, he's Billy this Graham. He's old as shit. I did, yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's been around for a long time. Yeah, he's, so. And he's then Jerry Lawler. And then Jerry Lawler had a stroke as well. Um, but apparently he's doing well. He's going to do some speech therapy and stuff. And so, sorry, a stroke is when a blood caught prevents blood going to or from the brain specifically, right? Um, is that what a stroke actually is? Am I thinking of the right thing? I don't think so. 
Because <coughs> he's had a stroke previous to this, correct? Let's see. Yeah, it's an inner yeah from interruption in the brain's blood supply. So it, it's probably a blood clot. Yeah. Which goes back to heart issues, which we've right. known that he's had. So right. that sucks. Right. So, and that's not going to get better either. Yeah, and I think this is the second stroke as well. So, yeah. Do you think uh, this is the end of him wrestling? Do you think we finally seen Jerry Lawler wrestle his last match? I mean, I hope so, but I doubt it. Me too. For a player still it's, going, Jerry Lawler's still yeah, going to go. Yeah. We'll talk about Lawler later. What else you got for us, BJ? Uh, fucking, uh, what is that? Ringside news. Are they the douchey liars? Are they the douchey liar? Yeah. But like the founder of it or the one of the guys is just a complete dick and I think got drunk again and got into it with Soraya on Oh, I didn't hear about this one. On uh, Twitter and about what? Oh, just they're doing bullshit and she called him out on it and like, and they got pissed and put every bad story ever, like, retweeted every bad story they've ever made about her. And even when, you know, years ago when she was having her drug problems and all that. Right. And all that shit back up. Where you can obviously like, see that she's like, you know, what piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I it was a lot of like that. Like, why are you trying to gatekeep <coughs> people being better versions of themselves? Right. Like, people right. change, right. man. Yeah. Let them fucking change right. and get better. And I mean, it, it, a lot of it, I think it stemmed from her boyfriend, who is reportedly like a dick and molester and things like that. So that's part of the problem. But yeah, it was, it was it's fucking stupid. Like, this guy's like 50 years old and throwing a fit like a goddamn two-year-old on Twitter. It was bullshit. Um, well, I mean, when politicians can do it. Right. And elected so, officials, yeah, why can't? During the State of the Union. Right. And, yeah. So, Cody's a draw. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Uh, they had some house I shows. I saw this. In Actually, Pens- Jim Cornette was talking about okay. this. Okay, yeah, they had some house shows in Pensacola and Columbus, which I'm assuming Columbus, Georgia. Yes. Um, that's actually the exact same thing they said because logistically Columbus, Ohio didn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they had, like... I don't know, 50, 60% sold, not not good gates. And then they announced Cody, and they sold out and now have all-time record gates in both cities, which is just nuts. I've been to Crimson. That means right now there are four draws in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Four recent proven draws in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now with Cody, yeah. and of course Roman Reigns, and right. John Cena, mm-hmm. and last but not least, CM Punk. Yeah. One of those things is not like the other three. Right. Well, yeah. CM Punk. Uh, Booker T said he feels like he's retiring. Said the Rumble's probably the last time you'll see him in a ring. And that's it. I doubt that, too. I do, too. So. Especially because, like, I know he didn't do a whole lot. Right. But he looked good. Yeah. Like, he's obviously still in shape. He's taking care of himself. Like, I understand how that itch is. And, like, if you still can, like, do it and look that good, I think you're going to do it. But he also has the outlet of his training school. That is true. That That is valid. That might be enough to hold him over. Right. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. Good point. Um. Oh, apparently, so th- this is coming from SRS, uh, but he was talking about the Good Brothers and why they weren't at the Rumble or Raw, and basically in their new deals, they they said like if you're not, if you don't have a plan for us and you're not going to use us on the show, we're not showing up. <laughs> like so that's why they haven't been seen backstage and stuff because there's no story for them yet. There's nothing for them. They're to never going to be on TV again until AJ comes back. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, but because yeah, they're so. not seen, they're not going to ever be. No one's ever going to write anything for them if they're right. out there to be seen to be wrote for. They're right. not making noise to have that somebody write something for them. That makes sense. I just. Like, I don't know the system, but I can see that almost anywhere you worked that in a creative like that, if you want creative to see you, they need to fucking see you to think about you, to be wanting to write a story for you. Especially when you're the good brothers, you're not one of the four people I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. Those people get shit wrote for them no matter what, because they they draw fucking money. No offense to the good brothers, but they're not money draws. (coughs) Right. But again, John, John, four. if John Cena shows up at the SmackDown Arena at 9.45 and says, I'm going on in 10 minutes, they're going to write something for him. <laughs> like, Actually, they wouldn't need to in that case. Well, yeah. But yeah Cena could pull John off Cena. himself, right? But still, you know what I mean. Yes, I do. I knew what you meant. I'm just saying. like, yeah. Luckily, Cena wouldn't need anything right. wrote for him. So. Right. Um, New Japan and Impact are going to have another show together called Multiverse United. Uh, Sorry, wait. New Japan and Impact? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I have the card, but I don't know if I have the date. I'm not. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to be honest, dude. Like, I want to get into both of those companies again. I just can't do it. Yeah. Especially New Japan. Like, it's, it's well, they the had, same stuff over and over. Which I had it for later, but they had uh, New Beginnings last night and announced that the U.S. show were getting... Tanahashi versus Okada again for the title and someone looked it up this will be the 16th time they wrestled each other um so but to be fair they are bangers every time actually that's not even what I was gonna say how many times have those two wrestled in the United States where a United States audience has been able to see them that's the thing that's a little bit different second time a little bit different when they're coming to the states here I think they fought at the Ring of Honor show at the Garden because if they did a show in, I mean, I know they wouldn't, but, you know, Cleveland, even, say, right. Dayton, Cincinnati, with Pittsburgh, with fuck ever, and right. I went to it, Detroit. Yeah. I would be more likely to buy a ticket and go see Tanahashi versus Okada, mm. or, you know, Naito versus Okada, or, you know, Jay White versus, you know, one of those guys, mm. Naito versus Jay White or whatever, than I would be Okada versus new up-and-coming guy it's true great o'connor just because yeah i like i can see those matches on but to see it live like i'm gonna get one opportunity maybe two in my lifetime to see a live new japan show i'd rather see tanahashi and okada than i would see tanahashi and great o'con and okada versus you know one of the aussie open dudes i don't know either of their names kyle fletcher is that one of them is that a guy that wrestles there that's a name fuck it ren narita there we go well, he joins. So I like Randy. Suzuki. Suzuki started a new group last night with. They won the trios titles. Okay. And so him, Narita, and I can't remember who else. Um, but they 
have a group together. That's neat. Know, after, yeah, so it's not, I think it's just called Strong Style or some shit. That's fair. Sons of, I don't know. No, Narita's Son of Strong Style. I don't know. Anyway, but that happened. And then the other news was uh, Jay White lost the Leave Japan match. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So he's leaving Japan officially. Um, I mean, he could stay, Is he? he could stay in New Japan and show up on Strong. You could show up in Impact, you could show up in WWE. Show, it could know. be a not permanent thing, too. Because well, yeah. Jew said he was leaving and then joined the Bullet Club. Right. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Deanna Perrazzo uh, <coughs> announced that she's staying with Impact through t all of 2023, and then her contract will be up at the end of the year. So. Can't blame her as good as they treated her there. Yeah. Yep. She deserves it, in my opinion, too. Like, I, I think we mentioned this when she first came up. To impact, but man, mm -hmm. she's actually good, and I had no clue from watching her in WWE right. or I guess NXT. Right. Uh, they're gonna do GCW does an indie Hall of Fame, um, and they're gonna be inducting Christopher Daniels this year. Okay. He's the first announced inductee. That's neat. And Kaz is gonna be the one inducting him, which makes the most mm -hmm. sense. So. For sure, I agree with that. Uh, Paul White. Says the he plans on show. getting back in the ring. He had knee replacement. And, and he's got to brand back. new knees tonight. Right. Possibly as early as March. So. Yeah, he's Paul White. Uh, and he's got brand new knees tonight. <laughs> there you go. You uh, don't know how he's coming, but you'll never know. He's the big show. He's not, though. He's Paul White. He's Paul White. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I have it does have the here. same ring to it, to be fair. Right. So I have this on here just because this is wrestling adjacent, and we brought up this case many a times on here. Um, so the whole Brett Favre, Ted DiBiase, DiBiase yeah. Jr. case, whatever. Well, apparently now Brett Favre is suing Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee for defamation oh. for talking shit about him during this case and calling him, you know, terrible yes. person for stealing money from kids and things like that, like he did. Um, or claimed that he did, I guess. We'll cover accused. our asses, accused of. Alleged. Um, so, yeah. It's only been alleged at this point, to my knowledge. Has not been proven guilty in a court of law. Yeah, moment. I don't know that whole where they're at with that, but... So, uh, I imagine we would have heard about it had something been settled because, again, it's wrestling adjacent with Ted DiBiase and Jr. Right, right. Yeah, it'll come up again for sure. Uh, AEW has signed a contract with ESPN to broadcast all elite wrestling in Australia, New Zealand, and the Pacific Islands. So, that I don't know how many people watch ESPN there, but it just the fact that it's ESPN seems like a big deal. So, yeah. that's pretty neat. Right. Plus, it's ABC, which is not. Mm -hmm. uh, TNT, right. Time Warner, Universal, Warner, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Uh, Samantha Irving, the ring announcer for WWE these days, got probably the highest compliment a ring announcer could get. Uh, Michael Buffer, uh, someone asked him who the best announcer going today was, and he said Samantha. Mm -hmm. Which is, I mean, again, coming from him, he's got one of the top two most recognizable voices. Him and uh, that guy that just died, Lane. I can't think of his name. I think you're thinking of Howard Finkel, who didn't just die. No. 
No, what's his face? Lane, the guy that was in Celebrity Death Match and stuff. And Mouser? Uh, I think of the referee Miles Lane. Oh, I am. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I was like, who's the announcer? I don't even know who the announcers for Deathmatch were anymore. No, I am thinking of Miles Lane. But I do remember Miles Lane. Because he did just die. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't even know he was sick. Yeah. I think I brought it up on here. I Probably, thought. but... I don't know. Uh, oh, the bunny um, seemed to get injured in her match this week in AEW and seemed to be cut short. Felt like they were stretching for time the whole rest of the show. Um, yeah. Belief, yeah. Belief backstage is she either suffered a concussion or she might have actually cracked her orbital bone. Um, so. Is that your skull? No. Orbital bone is cheek. Oh, under your face? Oh, fuck that. <coughs> your cheekbone. I mean, none yeah. of that sounds pleasant, but that right. sounds horrible. Yeah. How the fuck do you fix that? You just let it fucking heal? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck that. Oh, I, I hope that's, that's what, not what happened. I think that's what Cody did when he had to wear the mask and stuff. God back damn. In the day and, yeah. No, it's because he was so fucking dashy and he had to hide that shit. Right? Like fucking... Uh, and then he shaved the mustache off to take care of it with that Medusa. giant tattoo on his neck. One? What's the one that turns the people into stone? That's Medusa. Is it Medusa? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It's got that going on. Uh, and the last thing I have is... I don't know, John, Se John Cena, John Sexy. It's kind of sexy in a skirt. I saw that this morning. <laughs> I don't know. I assume he's filming something. I was going to say, I'm assuming it's for a movie, but yeah, he's got like high heel boots and fucking fishnets. And they're not fishnets, regular pantyhose and like skirt, plaid skirt on. I like that they purposefully gave him pantyhose that weren't long enough. Mm -hmm. On purpose. Yeah. So maybe, if I had to guess, I would say Peacemaker season two would be the most likely. Right. For him to wear that. He's making peace. Um, well, yeah. He's going to sleep with all the bad guys. I get it. Yeah. What else you got for us? That's it. Oh, cool. Well, I got two trivias. Okay. So let's start off with the easy one. I told you we'd talk about Jerry the King Lawler again, so let's talk about Jerry the King Lawler again. Okay. You know, he managed to get a match in this year before all this shit went down. He did oh, wrestle yeah. in 2023. Okay. What was the last year Jerry the King Lawler did not wrestle a match? A match? I don't know, 1968. You are very fucking close. Really? Yeah. 71? No, what's better no. than 68, 69. dude? Yeah. Nice. 1969 was the last time Jerry Lawler did not win a wrestling match. Nice. I was going to say, I was thinking before he had a career. <laughs> like, just period. Yep, he's like, wrestled every single year since he started. Yeah. At least one, one match every single fucking year since he started. So that's why I think he will continue... Until he dies, he will wrestle a match every fucking year yeah. until he literally either dies or cannot get in the fucking ring and do it without dying. Right. A little bit more upbeat, a little bit more up-to-date and modern. I thought we'd talk about the 50-0 Jade Cargill. Okay. It's not very often we get undefeated streaks of this nature in wrestling. Yeah. It's been since Asuka. And granted, like, you know, in the 80s, that's three months' worth of matches, and it's taken her three years to get there. Right. But it's still an undefeated streak. Right. How many women has she beat to get to 50? It's not 50 women. No. I'm going to say it's close, though. I don't think there's that many duplicates. I have all the duplicates listed for okay. the record. Um, so I want to go with, like, 44. You were close. You are a little okay. high, but you're within 10. Okay. 
So like 38, 37? Still close, but still a little high. Okay, 35, 34. 34. 34, yep. okay. So everybody else she's wrestled once. Uh -huh. She's twice wrestled Kiara Hogan, Nyla Rose, Marina Shafir, Willow Nightingale, Anna Jay, Thunder Rosa, and Rekka Tahaka. Tahaka, I guess. Tahaka. Mm -hmm. And three times she's defeated Red Velvet and Sky Blue. Okay. I looked in comparison. I thought, I wonder how that goes in with how he would book somebody else, per mm -hmm. se. So I looked up, uh, not win-loss, but just number of singles opponents versus someone who's had a similar number of matches singly in mm -hmm. AEW. And I came across one, Christopher Jericho, okay. who I think had 54 singles matches so far in AEW in mm -hmm. the same time frame, pretty much. So right. comparable. Uh, Chris Jericho had had like four less opponents, hmm. but he had also never wrestled any singles person more than three times at this point. Okay. And other than like some fucking jobbers and a couple feuds, I couldn't find any real instances of people facing each other more than three times in AEW in three years. That's impressive. So, not, I mean, there's so many people to look through, though. I couldn't search everybody, yeah. but like I look for, I don't know, I was probably on for about 45 minutes yesterday those, looking at different yeah. wrestlers. I feel like are those sing. I love the singles matches. See, yeah, that's where because like with all the multi-man matches, you look at JAS versus. I specifically went them. into it because I was looking at like who is Chris Jericho put over. Yeah. Like that's what I wanted to go into the trivia, or I wanted to have a conversation point uh -huh. for, but I'm not ready for that just yet. Okay. Um, because it's it's very complicated. The ba the basic answer is nobody. Yeah. And then there's a, a but, but nobody. But maybe Moxley? Nobody. Moxley um, was already over. <laughs> so he didn't really need put over, but... Here's the thing. <laughs> he never... He never repeatedly beats no-name people. The only people he's repeatedly beat is, like, Claudio. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who. I know Claudio is one of the names. The only, like, no-name guy was called Cabana. Okay. That he's beat more than once. So, like, to be fair, he doesn't put himself other... But that's not putting people over. That's not getting people over. Right. And that's why I'm not ready yet. because right. I want to make that hard. And that's why Wednesday kind of confused me. Yes. Because... He beat Ricky. Right. Like, and I get it with shenanigans and bullshit. But he still just beat him. Still just beat him. Flat on his back. Right. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it just... It was dumb. Well, BJ, I thought since we haven't had since one for a while, we could do a retro once in wheels this week. Ooh, retro. We're going to do NXT Brooklyn 4, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4, okay. which uh, occurred on August 18th, 2018 in Brooklyn, New York, oh. United States, North America, Earth. I mean, I knew the year and the date, but like, I had no clue that it was in Brooklyn. It was That's in Brooklyn. crazy. We started off with the tag the team matches. Time, Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate challenged re uh, the defending champions of Undisputed Era, being uh, O'Reilly and Fish. Nice. Um, I mean, if I'm doing it today, I'm still... Oh, O'Reilly and Fish. Um, I mean, I'm still taking Undisputed Era. I yeah. Well. And they did win as yeah. well, so... Yep. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had the men match, but it still actually ended up being a pretty good match. Just both of these guys now are kind of sketchy. 
Uh, Velveteen Dream versus EC3. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I actually didn't write down who won this match, so I don't, and I don't remember. I think Dream won it to be fair, but yeah. I could be wrong about that. No contest, wanting <laughs> yes, no contest. All right, North American Championship challenger Rick O'Shea against Adam Cole, baby. Everyone, Adam Cole, baby. Uh, you would, yeah. but you're wrong. Ricochet won. Yeah, I knew Ricochet. Yeah, won. that's when Ricochet that's won. That's what, I, that's what led Cole to his. Uh, yeah. To start his uh, world championship run. Right. Uh, in our penultimate match. Uh, yeah, our final, next to fi final match. The women's championship match. Seeing challenger Kyrie Sane taking on the champion Shayna Baszler. Kyrie won. And Kyrie did win that one too. That's the one she won with the roll up mm -hmm. in like 12 minutes or whatever. Yes. Yeah. It's a good match. And the roll-up actually worked in that case. They didn't do them so often. Mm -hmm. And then our main event! Last man standing match for the men's championship. Johnny Gargano champion, or challenging the champion and our hero, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm taking Gargano one well. <laughs> and you're wrong. Yeah, I know. Our hero, Tommaso Ciampa, retains yeah. in the last man standing match. Yeah. Uh, I've watched takeovers pretty much up through... through Adam Cole through 18 mm -hmm. and uh, into the year of Undisputed in 19 and this has been like my favorite one so far that's awesome this one and going all the way back to when Sami Zayn finally wins because yeah. that's also the debut match of Kevin Owens so Kevin Owens right. makes his debut and then turns on the fucking champion in the same fucking night mm -hmm. and goddamn, yeah. and the matches on that yep. card Neville and fucking Sami Zayn tore it down yeah. there was also um Oh, fuck. Who was it? There was one other Sami Zayn match that stuck out, and I can't remember who it was. It was somebody was you wouldn't expect. Oh, it wasn't the Claudio match? No, those are obvious, yeah. yeah. This was, <laughs> it was like, different, okay. and it was somebody you wouldn't expect on an okay. NXT card, oh. and I can't remember. Oh, wouldn't expect on an NXT card. Yeah, I can't remember if it was like a one-off, like a Jushin Liger against Tyler Breeze that one time, or if it was a main rostered guy. Um, God, this is gonna bug me now. This is great audio. This is. We'll just. As we're both looking this shit up. Um. Let's see. Kevin Owens. It just keeps telling me about Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Uh. Ramey B. Hang on, I'll find it here. Takeover Rival 2015. Who? Oh, that's his real name. Never mind. No, that's the same. Hang on, look. <coughs> I'm, I'm in the right ballpark here. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know. I tried to get a list of all of his opponents. But it's just really fucking good. bothering me because, like, it was a really good match. And yeah. it's like what last week when we couldn't remember the name of fucking... Um, Timothy Thatcher trying to remember who the fuck wrestled against. Right. What's his nuts? Sammy Alistair yeah. Black defeated a day on Tommy. If it's not here, not I'll give it up. up here. Um. Yes, actually, as a matter of fact, okay. I think it was Nakamura. Okay. Which is a name that I don't really associate with. Um, yeah, because it was when Nakamura won, because that was the same fucking mm -hmm. card that had... Fucking America Alpha versus FTR. 
fucking, uh, which was actually a good match, even though it was the men match. It was like Austin Aries and Baron Corbin, I think, was on the same card. But that's when Asuka beat Bailey for the fucking championship mm-hmm. on the same fucking card. And then I think, I think that was also Finn Balor beating Joe for the championship on the same fucking card. Nice. Because that was the one takeover. It was a WrestleMania takeover. Okay. 20, 20, 20 Dallas. 17, 15, 16, whichever year oh. Dallas was. It was that one. Okay. It was that takeover, I think. I was going to say, we went in 17, right? Yeah, so it was 16 because it was the year 16. before we went. So, yeah, it was 16. Go check that. That was a great takeover as well. Check that. Maybe we'll want and will that next time. We don't have a real wants and wills because we do next week. Yeah, because it was Elimination Chamber. Indeed. I almost said Battlegrounds for some fucking reason. I'll figure out if we want... Justin wants to come and record again if we want to do it at night. Or... Yeah, we can do it at your place if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Well, until next time. Oh, no. Twitter. Hit us up. BuzzWW. Yeah, we have that. And tell people, because word of mouth is the best ludicrous album, and if you don't tell them, they're not going to know. And I rate it as best because it's best selling. There you go. Right. It's not the best album. It's my favorite. Right. Ludacris, specifically, yeah. it's not the best album. It's not the best-selling album. Thriller sold more, and I don't even think it's the best-selling anymore. Yeah, I, I, I think Beyonce's got it now. Really? I, I don't know. She holds the most Grammys or whatever the fuck you win for music stuffs, I think. I mean, Grammys were dope this year. They had Satan, man. Me too. Right? And until next time, that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See you. And like on the mic. He's there every week. He's dusty as shit.
We can try that again. Yeah.